0: Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson and we are here to talk off the ball linebackers. So as we talked about, you know, throughout the season, I was really down on the Steelers off the ball linebackers, particularly Bush and Spillane, but Jack as well and his inability to stay on the field. And well... Apparently, the Steelers agreed with me, and they have totally reshuffled their off-the-ball guys. I'm not talking about T.J. Watt and Highsmith. You know, people around here call him them outside linebackers. I call them edges, but off-the-ball dudes. So, it's going to be very different this year. Good. Maybe Mark Robinson develops? Maybe. I think Roberts is a placeholder type guy, and I think Holcomb could be a diamond in the rough and is somewhat of a steal in free agency and should be an every-down backer. But I'm here to talk about the draft rankings, and I think they will draft one. Um, I also just have a hunch, and trust me, no one's told me this in the organization that I think that they're. If you're prioritizing defensive positions for the Steelers, I think the front five, the front four, whatever you want to call it, the big guys are clearly the priority. And then I think we'll see after this draft that safety is a priority. It is because of the guy you have, Minka. But I think corner is going to be a high priority in this draft. And I I just don't know that they value off the ball linebackers as much as they used to. And I understand that because here's my thoughts just on linebackers as a whole. There's some dudes, Fred Warner, I mean, is, is the epitome, Darius Leonard. That, you know, Roquan, that if they truly are stars, every down linebackers, great in coverage, that's phenomenal. I mean, if you could never sub them out and dudes without weaknesses, but there's only really like three or four of them in the league. And everyone's been searching for these dudes. Devin White, Devin Bush, you know, these that are drafted high, but high draft picks, as I keep telling you at this position, are really bad investments and we just saw this to a t with bush that they just get manipulated so much and i think linebackers are still getting overdrafted that people are starting to warm up to this idea that i keep presenting that it's almost like don't draft a running back in the first round well i don't think you want to draft a, a linebacker in the first round i mean these guys with great athletic traits Kyle Shanahan manipulates them and they run the wrong way. I mean, Devin White's the epitome of that. I know some of you guys want to trade for Devin White. I, I do not, you know, especially for what he would cost and the money he wants. So, there's also a an old school theory that I believe in that if you're slow at, at linebacker, particularly middle linebacker, back when you see a lot of four threes and you know, Ray Lewis in the middle, Jack Lambert, you know, that you're a slow defense. I get that. I mean, that guy's a tone setter. He makes the most tackles. Defenses are designed for your off-the-ball guys to run around and make plays. But there's also so many defensive backs on the field and such extreme athleticism with the defensive line that I don't think you have a slow defense anymore if you have a fourth-round pick linebacker who runs a 4-6 flat. You know what I mean? Especially if he doesn't take false steps and knows what he's doing. So where I'm going with this is, I would have no problem with the Steelers not punting at linebacker, but throw a fourth-round player in the mix from what you have now and be really strong elsewhere and protect them with good defensive linemen and have a lot of multiple defensive backs on the field and sometimes only have one linebacker on the field, let alone three. I mean, rarely ever we you have three. So – That's where I stand on the position. You can't have everything. Everyone can't be a first round pick and make 10 and 20 million a year. You have to cut corners somewhere. And I think linebackers is as good a spot to do it as any um, with minimal investments. You know, the guys they have are different, but they are minimal investments. They did not go get Tremaine Edmonds or sign a $10 million linebacker. So that's just my take on where the linebacker position is, especially with the Steelers. Uh, We'll take a quick break and we'll go through my ranks for the draft and, you know, my top five, but even some names I think that fit the bill of what I talked about, fourth round types, you know, those type of guys that are good football players, maybe they're not extreme testers or height, weight, speed prototypes, you know, I think that, but maybe they're life or special teamers, who knows, you know, Vince Williams with better wheels, that type of deal. So here we go. Uh, I'll take that quick break and I'll be back. Okay, I think when you look at this linebacker class, there may not be a first-rounder. There's none I would take at 17. At 32, I would start considering these three guys. And with that late pick in the 40s, I absolutely would consider these three guys. But Drew Sanders from Arkansas, Trenton Simpson from Clemson, and Jack Campbell from Iowa couldn't be more different. But to me, they're clearly the three best linebackers. Now, what do you want? Sanders was a pretty good edge rusher at Bama who went off the ball at Arkansas, but can still really rush the passer. He's six, four and a half long, looks like an edge rusher, bit of a work in the progress off the ball. But I think he's the best prospect of this group. He would have some Timmons like versatility for you, um, length, becoming a pretty good coverage player. So if I had my pick of the off-the-ball linebackers, he would be my choice for the Steelers. My second choice is the other big guy, Jack Campbell from Iowa. He's also 6'4 and a half, but he's 15 pounds heavier. You would he won the Butkus Award as the best linebacker in the country, and he absolutely is a banger. 10 years ago, let alone 20 years ago, he's definitely a first-round pick. Big, ran well, ran a 465. But what I didn't think he could do that I was really impressed, which is why you do go to the Combine, is his change of direction stuff was really, really good for someone that tall. His athleticism doesn't scream at you on tape, but he is smart. He runs well, passes off routes and recognizes routes really, really well. Super productive. So I think Campbell, not that Sanders wouldn't, but Campbell comes in right right away and would be an upgrade over Roberts as your heavy you know, inside guy, but I'm probably not using 32 on him. Um, That, that one in the, the pick in the forties what 49, I that would would be at play, but I bet when it's all said and done, there's a D lineman or a tackle or a corner or even a wide out there that I would prefer. But Jack Campbell with that third pick to me, makes all the sense in the world. Um, Simpson from Clemson, super high character guy, super athlete, also has some length, six, two and a half ish, 235, ran a four, four, three. I think the Steelers spent a lot of time with him at the pro day. He may have been one of their take the dinner guys, but he's more athlete than football player right now. And as we started the, the show, that's where the mistakes are made. But if you make that mistake at 32 or 49, that's different than trading up to 10 for Bush and mortgaging your future. So I'd be interested, but I don't know that he'd even be a day one starter, as he learns. He's kind of a safety turned linebacker, JOK from Notre Dame that went to the Browns, that type, you know, that is, was kind of an overhang player, not even a traditional linebacker alignment at times. So his recognition stuff needs some work, but maybe he has the highest ceiling of this group, although Sanders has a pretty high ceiling too from Arkansas. So those three stand alone, but they're very different. I'd be really curious. I can see 32 teams ranking them all different. You know what I mean? just depends what you're looking for and what you have. Um, my clear number four guy, but there is a gap, and I would not consider anybody else with the Steelers' first three picks of, of linebackers. You know, but Dayon Henley from Washington State is somebody I would consider in the third round. He's probably my only third-round guy, though, of, of this group of linebackers. Now, these are what you're going to start to see a lot of. I mean, he's a, he's six one ish, 225 pounds, but he flies around. I mean, he's a mid four or five dude. He has really long arms, productive, a little bit on the older side, but you're going to see a lot of these dudes that are run and hit smaller guys that will be great special teamers, probably good linebackers, but that's kind of where the league is going. Um, my number five guy was Bama's Henry Toto. Toto, uh, he's a really hard name to pronounce for me. Also, only 227 pounds, though. Really productive, not super high upside. Good, not great athlete. You would think Bama, he's a huge recruit, awesome athlete. He's good. You know, I mean, he's, he doesn't have a lot of standout features, except for he's productive, as you would expect at Bama, and protected well. Um, my favorite probably for where you could get the player is Tulane's Dorian Williams. Um, 6'1, 228 pounds. If you read my article this week, I highlighted him. You know, he was instrumental in Tulane, going from like a two and twelve team to a twelve and two team. And then he was the defensive MVP in their win over USC. Really had a good year, but he's just not very big. I mean, he's 228 pounds. He ran under a four five though. I mean, a 4.49 and also has long arms. It, it, to me, if you can get Dorian Williams in the fourth round, that's what I'm after. A guy I think we have to talk about who's certainly interesting and I bet is on their radar. I and mean, we know how they like brothers and bloodlines. But Nick Herbig from Wisconsin is the Steelers' new guard's younger brother. And in typical Wisconsin fashion, I'm not comparing him to TJ Watt, but a lot of those dudes have played off the ball and on the edge, and he has as well. He's 6'2", he's 240, a little bit more of a old school banger, Um, played more edge than he did off the ball linebacker. I think that'll change at the next level, has a good head for things, highly energetic, could go in the third round. I'm not sure that I would give the Steelers third round pick for Herbig. I certainly would give their fourth though. So he would fit in from a size perspective as well as some pass rush, as well as his brother being here. So uh, I don't dismiss those things. Last two guys I think that are of interest um, are Ivan Pace Jr. from Cincinnati and Overshone from Texas. Um, pace is small. I mean, he's five, ten and a half. I mean, but he is super productive. He's a run and hit guy, a lot of sacks, you know, transferred to Cincinnati from Dayton, was great at both spots. At a minimum, he's a really good special teamer. Uh, overshone's a little more of the six, two and a half, also ran well, higher recruited guy going to Texas he's fine. I mean, he doesn't blow me away. Uh, And again, these are fourth round type players for me. And I guess the last name I wanted to mention too is probably one that you've heard is Noah Sewell from Oregon and he's Penny Sewell's, you know, the big, awesome tackle for the lions, his younger brother. And Noah Sewell would have been a first round pick when I was a kid. I mean, he is an old school throwback, thickly built, between the tackle, Thumper makes huge plays, doesn't change directions very well. I was not real impressed with his workout. I've heard some people even say maybe he should be an edge rusher because you don't want him going backwards. Really physical, uh, but he's kind of a throwback. I mean, I don't want Noah Soul you know, guarding running backs out of the backfield and man coverage or trying to keep up with today's tight ends. Coverage is just an issue for him. And he's, you know, a banger. I bet the Patriots like him. They always have these big, heavy downhill thumper linebackers, but the Ligas isn't going that way anymore. So he is a name and I'm sure you've heard of him, but he's not for me, Um, especially for where, you know, especially not as a day two player. And in a way, the Steelers' Landon Roberts has, has some similarities too. Big physical downhill banger, questionable in coverage. Maybe that's their second linebacker prototype, you know, that they will not going to spend a lot on those guys. I would hope you'd get better of players that can play in reverse and play in space and change directions and speed and that aspect with your second linebacker though. So that's kind of my overview of the linebacker position. And I do think they'll probably add one. If they don't, that's always a position that even in the training camp, you can find guys off the streets that have played five, six, seven years in the league. I mean, Miles Jackson, is not even on a team right now. You know, so it's not a hard position to find of a guy you can get by with. So if they don't draft one, the world isn't, you know, the sky isn't falling. They'll find somebody that's adequate. Um, but I think they want to, you know, spend money on D tackles and edge guys and Minka and corners. So we'll see. But uh, that's just my take. Over and out. Get back to you tomorrow with my last pod of the week.